All right. Well, welcome in, everybody. I'm here with Coach Jimmy Neutron of the Rochester Boy Geniuses. How you doing? Doing pretty well. Um, very surprised that I'm in the uh, championship game, but I'm excited. I mean, this is uh, a yeah. doesn't get to happen often in League 31, so not yeah, taking some, it for granted. Some would say a dream come true. Um, some now, have said that, yes. Yeah. Uh, and actually, this probably isn't even the biggest news of your week. Um, can no. you, can you, yeah, what happened this week for you? Uh, so my wife and I became uh, foster parents. We got our license in December, and we received a placement this week of a 10-year-old boy, uh, future DTL coach. Um, yeah. So uh, it's, been a, it's been a crazy week. Um, things have been going really well in Test League and in League 42, and then to make the championship all while trying to learn how to parent for the first time. This is our first placement, our first kid. So um, it's been pretty fun. Well, that's awesome. Exhausting, but yeah, but pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, Thanks. Let's Kyle. let's talk a little bit about this run. Um, man, you guys have rolled off. Man, what is it? Uh, let's see. Here. It's uh, eighteen in a row. Eighteen in a row. Yeah. <laughs> How does crazy. that feel? What what what's going on in the locker room? Like. What's the mood like? How are the players handling it? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've seen it. Uh, like Raymond Glover, Matthew Grimaldo, Rohit Adler, they've been playing, even Andre Fields have been playing, and Keontae Hester have been playing the best ball uh, that they've ever played in their career. It is just like chemistry is out of this world. Um, it's hilarious. I think I've said this before, but I lost two plus 22 classes in a row. And pulled in a plus 16 class and a plus 12 class, which are still pretty good, you know, for especially for League 31. But to lose plus 44, uh, replace it with plus 28, and then for this to be the year um, with a senior class of plus six where we're making the finals and didn't even make the NTT last year. I mean, these guys, you know, that has to say something about the chemistry of these guys and just how they fit together because this is by no means the best team I've coached. Um, in fact, we're only plus 47 overall. I think it's plus 56 minus 9. Um, but, you know, a lot of it has to do with chemistry. A lot of it has to do with just, like, the pieces fitting very, very well together. And a lot of luck. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes that, you know, to make it this far. Uh, what would you say was the turning point for your team this year? Yeah, that's a good question. So, I think... Well, I'll say this. I think the turning point in my confidence actually happened in my first exhibition game against you. Uh, we rip off the game 69-62 to 62 after splitting scrimmages in a lot of places, made a couple of changes. Um, and I was like, this team is not going to score very much, but they're also not going to let people score very much. Yeah. Um, you know, I am – let me make sure that I remember correctly. But I'm plus 13 in defense. I have four excellent defenders who start and one good defender – um, and so I knew that a lot of games were going to be grinds. I knew, you know, after my Lake Tahoe game, I beat them by seven. They're number 187 overall now. I lose to Denver, who's 11 and 12 now, um, and then lose to Kissimmee. And I'm like, okay, we can hold teams, um, but we got to figure out the offensive end. And so made an adjustment after the uh, Kissimmee game, I believe, where I had Keontae Hester move to point guard and – did a little he, – he's subbing less, and Andre Fields, my point guard, is subbing more. 
Uh, and so to add those like 15 points off the bench per game has been huge mm -hmm. for my team. Um, and so I, th I think things began to come together there. I lose a really close game to Concord um, and make just a couple more slight changes um, and even move Glover. Well, I actually already had Glover at, at shooting guard, um, but yeah. just adjust shooting stats a little bit more. And then that's, that's where I start the 18 game run. And yes. so I think that that's probably where things began to click and guys started to play really, really well together. You know, I, I pull one off over Banger, who I believe has the number one uh, recruiting class rankings. Mm -hmm. uh, if not, they're, yeah, they are the number one class recruiting rankings. Um, you know, I, I beat them twice in this stretch. Uh, I beat a really good Carnegie team. Uh, I, I get my revenge on Concord by, by 15 points. And so things really, really began to click at that point. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I, Banger was actually the first game he played Hester at backup uh, point guard. So oh. that yeah. was a, and he's just been playing great, you know, mm -hmm. ever since then. And it's like, well, I hope, hope it just keeps going. You know, he's only had, he's only had one game where he shot under forty percent of true shooting percentage um, that whole time on pretty high shots. So that's that's pretty good, you know. Um, and uh, yeah, what? Okay, so I remember last year you're talking to me and you're like, man, I don't know about my big man. Like, I don't know about Grimaldo. I think I like Alder, but I'm not sure. Like, these two have just really improved a lot. But, like, what what do you think changed in those two? You you were unsure about them even, right. like, even like one season ago. Right. Maybe even early this season. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, most of the answer is I don't know, but I have guesses. Um, because, you know, I pull in Grimaldo. He is um, a fair rebounder, uh, and he's seven foot. So typically, and I think Gadfly was sort of the first one to point this out, but it typically doesn't matter. Your, your rebounding rate doesn't matter as much when your guy's tall, right? Mm -hmm. However, I noticed when he was on the floor um, at center, uh, in a lot of ways, like our team just would get way out rebounded. Like we got, we let up a bunch of offense rebounds in the um, initial game last season, exhibition game. I played Bobby, and uh, he ended up beating me by one, but got like twenty five more shots off. Uh, and there was not a field or free throw discrepancy like there normally is in games like that. And it was just offensive rebounds, and that was Grimaldo at center. And so I, I think that there's an aspect of like boxing out that doesn't um, like necessarily show up in the stats that just affects other people's rebounding uh, capacities. And so I knew Grimaldo was not working at center. So all of last year I started Adler at center and then put Glover, who's 6'6", at power forward. Um, and then late in the season, I was like, I just got to try Grimaldo at power forward. And for whatever reason, um, he began to click there. Adler was kind of holding down the rebounding, even though he's a fair rebounder as well. It just seems like he is a bit of a better rebounder. Um, and then... So, so I do that, and then a big, the beginning of the season, I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> like, Grimaldo, who scored seven points a game in high school, is a fair shooter. Uh, he can score and at an mm -hmm. efficient rate. And so I began to turn up his shooting splits, and then all of a sudden, it was like my team just really began to click. And so I, I do have a working theory that I think you need your best um, – if you're playing normal or zone defense, you need your best defending big at center – uh, or I just don't think things work better. I think even so this year I haven't changed them between power forward and center. I was going to move, 
you know, Grimaldo's my only good defender that starts, and then Adler's excellent. Um, and I was going to move them to where Adler was guarding the better power forward uh, mm-hmm. or the better center, whoever's better offensively. But um, not that Grimaldo is a bum, but things just work a lot better. I've tried scrimmages. Things just work a lot better when Adler, the better defender, is at center and Grimaldo is at power forward. And then all of a sudden, these guys are just like anything that comes to the rim. You know, when you're starting two Dikembe Matumbos, uh, yeah. it, th- things are just going to work a little bit better. And so I do let up a little bit more offensive rebounds against better teams uh, occasionally, but overall um, it, it has not been an issue. And so um, these guys are averaging eight blocks together per game. Uh, things have just worked out really, really well with Twin Towers. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, you've knocked off two straight number one seeds, uh, mm-hmm. which is awesome. A little crazy. I'm sure you're feeling it. And, uh, like, I mean, it, it really – and you, neither of them were really close. I guess you, you knocked off uh, two of the last three teams were. Right. Um, but both games were never really close. Um, do you feel right. like this team rises up a little more for big games? Do you, do you feel that at all? Or I, is it I, just how it worked? Right. I think they do. You know, um, I'll be honest. I think if I didn't lose the Kissimmee game, um, so I came in as a four seed. I think I would be like a probably a two seed, um, anyways. So I don't want to take away from anything that these, uh, like me beating these one seeds. I I just think that they play a little bit to the competition, and mm. it's like if you force everyone to shoot poorly, um, and and you shoot only slightly better, then you're never gonna blow anyone out. You know. Yeah. I think my biggest win was by like. Uh, I had a 22-point win over Erie. Um, and then I did have a, a pretty big win over Montpelier, but they're 3-20. Um, they don't really I a, count. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not a team. Um, so um, shout out to my brother who is in and out of that team and was potentially going to take it over, but hasn't really checked anything. He did win freshman of the year um, for all league, Kevon <laughs> Rosen. But anyways, um, so I, I just think that that's the nature of the team when it's as, uh, as defensive as it is and not as offensive, you know? And, and I think even, you know, I don't want to transfer or transition too early, but you look at Gulf Shores, um, they're built almost the exact same way. They have yeah. a little bit more offense, uh, so they've blown out, like, worse teams a little bit more frequently, but also are susceptible to losing to mediocre teams um, when their defense isn't clicking that night or when their offense isn't clicking, you know? Um, yeah. And so – that, you know, this is essentially what Gulf Shores has done uh, for the last three or four years is, is just force really, really bad true shooting percentages, um, usually in the, like the 40 to 45 percent range is really, really bad. Uh, and then, you know, all you have to do is force the team to shoot uh, like 10 percent worse than you. And then it, it typically doesn't matter who you play. Mm. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I mean. You got this championship game coming up. Um, you got you got Golf Shores, really great team. You mentioned them. Uh, I want to talk about that game a little bit. Uh, what do you think is the key to this game? Like what? Yeah. What do you think? What do you think this game comes down to? Yeah, that's a good question. They've I won. Think... They've won four, two of the last four NTTs. Right. That's and absurd. if they win, and if they win tomorrow, that's three of the last five, which is just incredible. Right. Right. That's like. Chicago Blackhawks. He might. Run. Be, he might be. That might make him. That might make him. If he wins, 
it it might make him the greatest coach in League 31 history just based mm-hmm. on his success. Right. It, ha- it has to, right? I mean, we're in season 17. He's made 12, well, 13 now NTTs, 13 of 17 NTTs. And so you got to, th- and he's made every NTT in the last uh, six years. And so mm-hmm. he probably just started with kind of a crappy team. Uh, and then once it's like he has all of his guys. He, he doesn't even have like that good of recruiting numbers. He has decent ones, you know, his juniors are incredible, but which with Zachary story and Ricardo King, but like, uh, yeah, he just really like has to be the greatest coach. But anyways, what was the original question? Talk about this game. What are the keys to this? Game? Oh yeah. So I, I think most people are going to say Zachary story, Raymond Glover, uh, the two shooting guards, Zachary stories scoring 30 points a game on 58, uh, percent true shooting. Um, and then what's Grimaldo scoring? 23.3 on 63% true shooting, right? Um, I actually think his intel, he's an excellent intel guy. Um, I think his intelligence sometimes hurt him. He, he passes up probably bad shots to pass to guys who have less of a chance of making it, but that's not your question. Um, so I think most people would say like the Glover story matchup, but I don't, I don't think that's true because I think both guys are going to get their numbers. Both guys are going to play well, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that they're a bit of a wash. I think that um, there's sort of two things going on. So his his point guard is much better than mine. Uh, although I, I might argue that my combination of point guards is better. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he has or that. At least close. It's, at least close. It's at least count. close, right? Yeah. Uh, and then I think that my bigs have the edge over his, because at, at least, uh, you know, he's built pretty similar. They only get six and a half blocks a game um, between the two of them. It's still pretty good. Um, but Grimaldo, you know, being able to put up 11-12 a game on pretty efficient scoring when he doesn't have it, any of his big scoring is a difference. Um, I'm really interested in the small forward position. So we have Ricardo King is 6'8". He's not hyper-efficient. Um, you know, he, he has a 52% true shooting percentage, which is, which is good, which is fine. Uh, that's almost exactly the same one that Keenan Benning, my guy, has. Um, but they're a little bit different. Uh, Ricardo King doesn't – he gets to the line a decent amount but doesn't make as many. Uh, Keenan Benning gets to the line a lot but doesn't make as many field goals. And so the difference here is that Keenan Benning is 6'4", whereas Ricardo King is 6'8". And so yeah. I'm really, really interested. Benning is an excellent shooter, excellent defender, excellent hands, um, mm-hmm. good athlete. And so I, I'm, I'm very interested if he's going to be able to hang with someone who's bigger. It, it's been a bit of a wash in the games where he's guarding someone bigger. Um, yeah. I think probably the best comp has been Carnegie's best guy, uh, Tyler Sanger. Um, he's a pretty mm-hmm. good guy, but he's, he's not as good as Ricardo King. And so. Yeah, and when that happens, when you have a game where you have such a disparity in height, at a position, usually it comes down to who's actually better naturally at that position. Or right. at least I've seen that. You, you see guys who are pretty good have really bad games. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, at least I've seen that. That's my um, uneducated uh, or unresearched like opinion or thesis. Like That's what I've seen is when you have a disparity in height, one guy usually has a really good game and one guy usually has a really bad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's a really big matchup for this game. I think so too. And, and I, I will also say this. So, you know, they, Gulf Shores forces a really bad 
uh, true shooting percentage, right? And then they also don't, mm-hmm. they don't foul very much. Um, mm-hmm. So I think if I can get to the line, I win. And I would also say um, he has really, really good on-ball defense, but doesn't get a lot of steals, whereas um, every single one of my dis- defenders has at least 1.2 steals. Every, every one of my starters, sorry, has at least 1.2 steals. And so I do wonder... I turn the ball over a little bit more naturally. He doesn't, but he doesn't force as many turnovers, even though he forces bad shots. So I do wonder if I'm going to get a few more field goal opportunities um, that, that might make the difference. Because I think that this game is going to be that close. Uh, I could be really wrong, and we get completely blown out by a very good team. Um, but just the way my guys have been playing recently, I, I wonder if those couple of possessions are going to make the difference. Yeah. Yeah, I sure hope well, they do. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. I mean, it, it should be a real. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to watch the play by play and see what happens. Um, hopefully, like afterwards, you can be popping skis <laughs> in the locker room. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I, I once told Coach S. Whalen, I'm like, do you know why his skis come in packs of twelve? He's like, why? It's like because there's twelve players on a. Uh, <laughs> on a DTL roster, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so one for each of them, yeah, naturally. Um, so, okay, you're a human, obviously. Like, I sure you... am. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, you're in the championship, but you have all five starters returning, and part of that's just exciting. You <laughs> yeah. have you have some really good recruits mm-hmm. in the. It, like, is it hard? Like to be in the moment with these guys, knowing that in two days you're gonna get a new crop that could hopefully make this team a lot better. It, honestly, it is. I mean, I keep texting you like, "Can you imagine this team with Michael Bertini?" Um, and you're like, "Dude, just win the championship." Because I literally, I like can't stop dreaming about moving Venning to point guard uh, and having six eight Michael Bertini. Like, if I had him in this game, uh, I don't, I don't know if like the matchup with Gulf Shores would be particularly close. I mean, he's a four, four. I'm probably not going to land him, but it's, it's really, really hard. Uh, that is great. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I have five ties, uh, three, one, ones, a two, two and a four, four. My lowest scoring guy in, in all of those is 14 points a game. And he's lower by like quite a few points. I have three guys who are scoring in 17 range. And then Bertini's 21 points a game, two and a half blocks, six, eight. Um, like, uh, I, I think, you know, the odds say I'm going to land. Uh, actually, I can't do the math right now, but, um, you know, I, I'm projected to land 1.83 ties. The percentage of landing one is like pretty high. It's like in the 90s or in the yeah. 80s. Um, and so even landing one or two of these guys when I'm losing literally bums, uh, my bench is going to be tiny, but. At, in 31, I don't really care. You know, everyone's pretty thin. And so um, it, it, it is really hard. And my favorite aspect of this is the recruiting and, and pulling in guys that um, you can kind of dream about. You know, potential is a lot more fun than realized yeah. um, talent. And so, uh, mm-hmm. but gosh, that would be so fun to watch Glover and Bertini pair up together um, yeah, for the for next two, more two years. years. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, I hope you can do it um, tomorrow. I'm pulling for you. I know a lot of people are pulling for you. Some people probably aren't. Um, <laughs> but uh, Like Buford. Definitely Buford. <laughs> definitely definitely Buford. Um, he's not rooting for you. 
And I think people want to see someone different win it. Although maybe some people in the test pe- league are like, I'm sick of this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so might, I don't know. That might be true. Yeah, I, I do worry. I'm like, am I, I – I get really excited on the boards when my team is doing well. So, guys, it is not me trying to brag or anything. I just love talking about things that I love with people that I know love it too. So mm-hmm. um, if I ever come across as arrogant – well, you can check me if you want, but just let me know. I just get excited. <laughs> Cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on. And yeah, thanks I mean, for doing if this. You, if you win this, you got, I mean, you got a great team. You got a great chance of um, winning an even bigger tournament in the PNTT coming up. <laughs> Huge uh, tournament. <laughs> I got a tough schedule, though. You gave, yeah. you gave me yeah. a hard one. Yeah, having to play G Money is, he's figured, figuring things out in uh, Test League pretty significantly. Brad has a lot of really good guys coming back. Plain View is always good. Uh, I have to play Nashville. I don't know if he's any good, but Santa Fe and Salt Lake City. I mean, these are really good coaches, really good teams. So I got a tough PNTT schedule. Yeah. I mean, someday, I mean, it's one thing to win the NTT, but only one coach has ever won the PNTT. Right, right. And we have 16 winners of the NTT. So you you do the math. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Kyle.